This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Hi guys, how you doing? Today's uh, what? Today's the first of December, ladies and gentlemen, and it's uh, Christmas spirit. Christmas is coming. You know, um, I know that some of us uh, celebrate obviously Hanukkah and other holidays and all that. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna qualify it anymore. I'm just gonna say Merry Christmas, okay? And that is that okay? And then, and when you talk to me and you call me and say Happy Hanukkah, if you celebrate ha- uh, Happy Hanukkah, or whatever, I don't care. But I'm just gonna say Merry Christmas. There you go. I, I just heard a report. Did you realize that Tuesday was Giving Tuesday? Yeah, uh, and it's a thing. That I think sooner or later we're gonna have. Every day is going to be named for something. You ever notice that when uh, when state legislatures are bored, they come up with stuff like, "Oh, it's the official burrito of uh, South Dakota." Like anybody really cares about that, or or this is the official pizza day. It's pizza day. It's donut day, which is just basically uh, you know different businesses calling their congressmen saying, "Hey, dude, uh, I know you're you know really busy screwing up everything, but can you can you just give us a day? Give us a pizza day. Give us a you know I don't know. We got the." Uh, weird crap around. I live in uh, Kansas City. We got little uh, places around here like the Runza. It's just little meat sandwich, you know. So I think every day should have uh, something. Every day should be something special. It has got a little bit much. You kind of you kind of lose track after a while because uh, Thanksgiving for some people became Indigenous Peoples Day. Right? You should feel terrible about being born and living. 400 years after the pilgrims you should just feel awful about hate 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 yourself go stand in front of the mirror and just go oh my god i'm so awful because i was born then you went into uh, black friday uh let's see it was cyber monday was on monday and giving tuesday was on tuesday today's thursday what i think is today because of uh, joe biden we should call it uh, nothing thursday uh, because and this is for people who cannot afford to uh, heat their homes, uh, uh, feed their families, or buy Christmas presents. So you got to choose. You got to drop one of those. And and many people are, by the way, many people are dropping one of those out of the equation. So today is nothing Thursday in honor of Joe Biden. Uh, for those who cannot afford uh, heating your home, feeding your family, or Christmas, you've got to drop one of them. Because you know what? He's the dear leader, and uh, there was a mandate for his policies that happened in the midterms. Yeah, right. Here's Jim Gossett, Christmas classic. Money from China, Ukrainian payoffs. Mm-hmm. Shutting down pipelines and causing big layoffs. Record inflation, oh how it stings. These are Joe Biden's favorite things. Oh, you got me a can of beans Bags this year. Full of cash that goes straight to the big guy. Mm, I love it. Railroading Trump. By pushing the big lie People who pay him To pull a few strings These are a few of Joe's favorite things yeah. One more stories <laughs> of corruption <laughs> Has Joe feeling sad He simply remembers that he can't be touched And then Joe don't so bad. There you go. It's Jim Gossett. Two S's and two T's. A stylish, a stylistic rendition of, uh, of that song just in time for, for Christmas. Uh, he's got a show Saturday, this Saturday, in Atlanta. And they're almost out of tickets. Here, If you want all the information on it, just go to jimgossettcomedy.com. That's uh, two S's and two T's, Jim Gossett Comedy.com. Uh, Bill Clinton has tested positive for... 
Oh, COVID. Okay, that's good. That is completely good. It was something else you'd never hear about it. Uh, but, yeah, he's tested positive for COVID, said he's grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. <laughs> you ever notice that people in positions of authority, nobody in people uh, you know who are uh, vaccine advocates and all of this stuff, nobody uh, who is a big advocate for vaccines, vaccine mandates, and all that. They never have bad symptoms. It's always just, my, oh, I've got mild symptoms. Absolutely, I've got mild symptoms. You know, I know some people have been vaccinated who, uh, who had terrible symptoms. I was not vaccinated. I went to New York City last year and came back with COVID, which, you know, I mean, I did come back alive from New York City, so I should be thrilled. And I could tell it's COVID because I never had it before. There are some things you've had that you know you know, you, you, you've never had it before. Like, for instance, with Bill Clinton, you might look at some lesions somewhere on your body. You might think it could be this or it could be that. With this is something I've never had before. <laughs> he said, well, I've tested positive for COVID. Don't worry, ladies, it's not sexually transmitted. No, that was actually something I just added. I just, I just threw that in there because, you know, Bill Clinton. Uh, anyway, I've got some mild cold symptoms, but I'm feeling fine. I'm more grateful than ever for the protection vaccines can provide against serious illness. Please get vaccinated and boosted if you haven't already. Hillary Clinton, uh, oh, she said that in March. I don't know what Joe, uh, Bill Clinton, I don't know if he said. He tested negative in March. She tested positive in March. Now he te- whatever. Anyway, anyway. Oh, uh, Mitch McConnell up to the same old garbage. There's a reason. You know, how do we get to the point where we are? So out of positions of power as representatives in a supposed representative republic that we have no sway over the leadership of the party of our choice in either House of Congress. Why is that? Why is Mitch McConnell with a 6% approval rating, which is just above uh, uh, herpes, I guess, maybe right above herpes, right below eczema? You know, 6%. And you know why he has that low approval rating with the American people? Because he does stupid garbage like this. He he uh, decides he wants to pass an omnibus spending bill. So a big old omnibus spending bill, big bloated, fat, corrupt omnibus spending bill in the in while you and I struggle to survive, while you and I uh, have to go to, uh, to the dollar store to do our shopping instead of uh, Walmart because Walmart is too uh, a little too high on the hog. You know, you go to Walmart, a little haute couture and all that. I don't think they sell Balansagia lines or whatever. Balansaga lines, the bondage bear people. I don't think they sell bondage bears at Walmart. I could be be wrong. So that's what he wanted to do. Senator Mike Lee of Utah and three other Republican senators delivered a letter to uh, Mitch McConnell this week uh, reiterating the need for a short-term continuing resolution that only covers funding the federal government through early January, short after the GOP Congress convenes. A couple of other senators have signed on, Ted Cruz, uh, Rick Scott, Mike Braun. But this is it. Mitch McConnell was willing to bed down with Joe Biden once again. He was quiet through the election season. He was quiet through uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. He uh, sounded off yesterday because uh, Donald Trump had dinner with uh, Kanye, and he brought along this guy named uh, uh, Nick Fuentes, who nobody over 25 knows. Uh, And he sounded off on that. And then what does he decide to do? He wants to pass another omnibus spending bill to make inflation even worse. That is Mitch McConnell. Do you wonder why maybe so many people in the Republican Party are saying that uh, Kevin McCarthy? Maybe we ought to put the brakes on Kevin McCarthy. Because he's been in there for six years and what has he done? And would he do the same thing to Mitch McConnell is? Because it kind of sounds like it. I haven't made up my mind on Kevin McCarthy. He went and visited the border. You know, he speaks pretty slick. He doesn't say uh a lot. I like to say he's like a very, a very slick vinyl siding salesman. But he hadn't, he hadn't convinced me yet because he hadn't done anything while he's in there. And he hasn't been very much of a spokesman. People like Jim Jordan, oh, hell yeah. Jim Jordan, I would, I would have no hesitation if, if Jim Jordan, they want to make him the Speaker of the House. Would be wonderful. The senators wrote to uh, Senator McConnell, the underside, stand with the voters. Imagine that. We believe it would be both imprudent and reflect the poor leadership for Republicans to ignore the will of the people. Well, why would you worry about poor leadership? I mean, honestly, they've been doing that for years. Mitch McConnell's been doing it since he was elected. 
Uh, anyway, with the, ignore the will of the people and rubber stamp an omnibus spending bill that spends uh, funds 10 more months of Biden's agenda without any check on his reckless policies that have led to 40-year high inflation. So uh, Mitch McConnell is willing to step over Congress to uh, go for an omnibus spending bill, even though the American people know that it has caused an ungodly amount of pain in our country. He was willing to do it. That's it. It is, it is quite remarkable, isn't it? But we do have many things to be thankful for, including uh, Josh Hawley, Senator Josh Hawley. On the way, I've got some great stuff from him. They, I never realized when I lived in Washington, D.C., how deep the deep state was. But what Josh Hawley and what Eric Schmidt of Missouri are uncovering right now will be earth-shattering. These uh, several things are coming together uh, at the same time, including Elon Musk buying Twitter, including uh, uh, Facebook imploding because of us, by the way. We're the ones who are causing that implosion because we've told Facebook, you know what? You're crooked. You're crooked and we're done with you. So there is that. But all of these things are coming together at the same time. At the same time that we are beginning to understand how ungodly corrupt the federal government is and how very, very down with censorship in every way, shape, and form is happening in our country. And if you thought, you know, remember that DHS thing with uh, Alejandro Mayorkas? And they had decided they were going to do a disinformation department. It came out in a hearing earlier this year. And uh, Nina Jankowitz, this uh, tool of the left who uh, does musical uh, show tune parodies, uh, she was going to be in charge of it. And it was just like, oh, we're cool. What, yeah, that's why we should be cool. Yeah, no, no, a disinformation department. I know it's an expression, Joseph Stalin, and he, and he used a disinformation department to put down any sort of uh, comments or speech against the government, and people ended up going to gulags and dying and all that. But you know what? I, I'm sure it's going to be cool if we do it here. Well, uh, not so much. And they bowed to pressure, and they got rid of the disinformation department. Oh, but no, they're not done. They are not done. If you think that what you see on social media, mainstream media, all that, is the truth, is transparent, you have no clue. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. This is a Thursday. It's a nothing Thursday on The Rob Carson Show. To all the American haters and anthem kneelers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's The Rob Carson Show. It's the Rob Carson Show. Occasionally, we have technical difficulties. Welcome to it, Thursday edition of the show. Just want to mention something real quick here. Um, you know, the U.S. Uh, beat uh, Iran in the uh, World Cup, and uh, and I thought it was uh, pretty amazing that the U.S. team uh, had a great deal of grace about it and uh, even, even hugged some of the players as they left the field because unlike in America where athletes kneel, kneel for the national anthem, uh, they get shoe deals out of it and uh, become famous even though they're not very good quarterbacks. But over there in Iran, if you don't sing the national anthem, uh, your family gets threatened with death. And I wanted to mention this. State security forces assassinated a 27-year-old Iranian man in northern Iran as he celebrated his country's loss to the United States in the World Cup. According to unconfirmed reports, they reported that Maran Samak was shot in the head by security uh, forces as he honked his horn in celebration of, uh, of, uh, of Iran losing the game. There you go. Uh, according to uh, videos on social media, security forces also opened fire in the cities of Zadahan and Iranshar, which, I mean, is lovely this time of year uh, when people celebrated that their national team had lost. So there you go. There you go. That's what we're headed to. And if you, if you think about what the country and what the deep state has done, I think you'd have to agree. That's what they're attempting to do here. But fortunately, it's being exposed, and fortunately, we'll have Republican control of the House, and uh, they'd better do something about it. Just want to mention, for those of you who were concerned, and I was concerned, that uh, Apple would remove Twitter 
from its uh, app store. Apparently, they have not. Uh, they've decided not to do that. Elon Musk went to uh, visit with uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook. They walked around the uh, Apple facility, I guess, and uh, he tweeted that uh, thanks, Tim Cook, for taking me to Apple's beautiful HQ. He said, "Good conversation." Among other things, we resolved the misunderstanding about Twitter potentially being removed from the App Store. Tim was clear that Apple never considered doing so. However, Tim uh, and Apple did get rid of the uh, drop uh, the drop. Uh, feature on phones in China, which would have allowed uh, Chinese protesters to communicate with each other as they uh, fight tyranny without the government finding out about it. So before you start feeling warm and fuzzy about uh, Apple, you might want to reconsider that. Um, in a tweet, Musk claimed that Apple had threatened to withhold Twitter from its app store but wouldn't tell him why. Musk apparently went and visited with uh, with uh, Tim Cook and also Ron DeSantis said he would consider uh, a uh, an antitrust uh, lawsuit against Apple if they try, decided to do uh, decided to do that. So Twitter's going to be around for a while. And as far as Twitter is concerned, if he if he's going to charge for it, I'll I'll pay for it because I, I'm enjoying the fireworks, aren't you? Oh, by the way, Joe Biden yesterday he was at the uh, Tribal Nation Summit yesterday, and uh, the Democrats have done so much for uh, the Native American community. And and if I'm not mistaken. Uh, after, oh, I don't know, about 150 years of Indian reservations, they are veritable Shangri-Las. I mean, people go there for vacation because they're so, gl- no, actually, they're awful. And they have been for a very, very long time. And uh, Democrats have done nothing to make it better. And I, I would venture to say uh, also Washington, D.C., in general, hasn't done a whole lot to make things better. But Joe Biden went out there to promise a bunch of stuff they'll never deliver and say that things are going to get better and they never will. Because, you know, that's just the way he operates. He's been in Washington, D.C. for 50 years. And all of the problems that were there 50 years ago are still there and worse, including inner city crime and including, like, the crisis in the black community so there is uh there is that but here is a uh, joe biden yesterday talking about how glorious he is because you know he spends our money on stuff that fails and and then he then he uh, basically hinted that you know, i wouldn't be so sure that i'm going to run in 2024 so thank you thank you for being here thank you for your leadership thank you for your partnership and i'm sure i'll make mistakes but you know me don't hesitate to correct me when i make it. and i know you you won't hesitate ha <laughs> ha the dear leader is so funny ha <laughs> ha but I really mean it. I really mean it. Well, I tell you what, no one's ever done as much as president as this administration is doing. Yes, nobody has wrecked the country faster than you guys. Period. <laughs> I am committed. Yay, you should be committed. Yay, yay, just the dear leader. And as my grandfather, Finnegan, would say, that's... Oh, dear God, here we go. He's going to start this again. Yesterday's head would have been an all-American football player at Delaware, even though he only played for a semester. Made it, went to a couple practices. I don't even know if he started, but he got kicked out because of his grades. The Irish of it. Thank you all very much. Here we go. Thanks. Okay, so they said four more years, and he said, oh, I don't know about that. Here we go. Try it again. Thank you all very much. Thanks. Four more years. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That was the first time he said anything about it. I'm not sure if he knew exactly what the four more years was. And then, uh, you know, maybe four years. Four more years to what? What are you talking about? Like four years to what? It's 2026 is what you're talking um, I'll just go ahead and tell you because I'm not afraid to say it. Joe Biden won't be the candidate in 2024. There you go. How about that? Uh, and I'm just saying this because I know a lot of uh, I have a lot of experience with people who are experiencing or you know, as Joe Biden is experiencing um, uh, dementia and um, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. And I've, I've seen many relatives go this way. Uh, it's not that it gets Joe Biden. I'm just going to say uh, it's not going to happen. It, it won't happen. Sorry. You know, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll make, wait two years and you guys can call me. All right. So on the way, some amazing audio from Josh Hawley about what the DHS is continuing to do, what the cabal of the deep state is doing right now to you and me. This is the biggest story of the year and perhaps ever in your lifetime. This is The Rob Carson Show. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. 
Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The swamp feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show. All right, so there's the first Christmas bumper of the season. Thank you, Brian, for playing that one. (laughs) Let's come out of the kick the door open and Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I love it. We are going to uh, intersperse in the exclusively feature Christmas music as the bumper music. uh, So there you go. Uh, because you know what? It's the uh, it's the holiday season, and I'm going to tell you right now, the only thing that's going to save this fiscal year is uh, happy little Christians going out and buying presents for one another. I, you know, I just Maybe you doesn't know that. But, uh, yeah, that's what they call like Black Friday because uh, businesses operate in the red all year round until the fourth quarter, by and large, and happy little Christians buying tchotchkes and stuff like that. Uh, that's what does it. So there you go. Here's a present, actually. If you've got a foodie in your life or, or you like to cook, yourself <clears throat> heirloom soup beans i know that sounds kind of like real heirloom soup beans but think about this some of the best meals in the world uh surround the legume the bean okay chili uh all sorts of soups lentil soups and uh, i in the and just the last month with my heirloom soup beans that i ordered i have made uh, ham hocks and beans with a ham hock that i had in the freezer i know i sound so down home and earthy and country and all that but that's something i grew up with cornbread and then i made a white turkey chili for thanksgiving and i use these heirloom soup beans now what you're going to get if you order and right now they've changed their the price on this it just wonderful selection of heirloom soup beans that'll last you for, you know, months. Uh, you just go, it's $95, and go to heirloomsoupbeans.com. They are packed with vitamins, uh, B vitamins. You need that. You got your folic acid. You need that. You need your thiamine, your riboflavin, your B6 and all that, plus powerful antioxidants. And did I mention, you know, beans are awesome, and they make great chili and ham hocks and beans and all that stuff. So what you need to do is just go to heirloomsoupbeans.com. It's H-E-I-R, loom soupbeans.com and check that out i got my box here and i and i featured it on social media and i just love it um my friends at powerful living have uh, gotten these beautiful heirloom soup beans and you get a marvelous package in a box and all the bags of the beans that it shows you and you can get the cookbook it's it's really cool because listen listen I always like to say that uh, when it comes to, we can disagree on politics. We won't disagree on ribs. I, I just use this as an analogy. It could be any type of food. Unless you're a vegan, and if that's the case, you have an eating disorder. That's, that's one of my mantras. And one of the things that brings us together is food. And I can think of nothing better than like bean soup or ham and beans or chili. Chili with beans. I know. You eat it without beans. Eh, you know, con carne, con not, whatever the heck. So, um... A couple of things here real quick. Uh, Josh Hawley is uh, going after Apple, asking uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook to uh, consider the architect of the multinational corporation's offshoring business model, uh, saying to end all operations in China and reshore manufacturing in the U.S. Of course, this is going to need nothing. But uh, Apple has been exposed as um, uh, getting rid of this airdrop feature on their phones in China just in time for the anti-lockdown protests, which means that uh, thousands, maybe millions of protesters will be arrested and uh, sent off to education camps or internment camps. Yeah. Other than that. Apple's completely cool. Now, uh, uh, Apple makes 95 percent of its phones in China. All right. So there is that. And, uh, and also, uh, many of the places where they make the phones, uh, it is uh, reported, including there is uh, an Australian think tank that says that uh, among n- a number of multinational corporations that have ties to the Chinese, uh, they, uh, they make their products in factories where Uyghur Muslims are reportedly used as slave labor. So, you know, I'm just saying, uh, Josh Holly, thanks for doing it. By the way, the what was it? The CCCP just signed a two hundred and seventy billion dollar deal with China. Two hundred seventy five billion dollar contract with the CCP. Company's worth two point three million dollars. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. 
No, trillion dollars. Hell, it's trillion dollars. Two point three thousand million dollars. A thousand billion dollars. There you go. Jeez, Louis, that's a lot of money. So, uh, and then also this, Yoel Roth, the uh, former manager of Twitter's Department of Trust and Safety, admitted that the platform should not have censored the Hunter Biden laptop story. Well, it's a little too little too late, isn't it? After the 2020 uh, New York Post, uh, they published the explosive story weeks before the election. Twitter deliberately shut down the story, suspending the post from publishing content on its account and blocking users from sharing the story. They also, by the way, they banned uh, Donald Trump until it was just reinstated. Roth, who left Twitter earlier this year, said that the story emanated smoke, meaning that it was uh, it just it it, it smelt like misinformation meant to sow discord in the election. And what he didn't say is that Twitter was actually working hand-in-hand hand with DHS and the FBI. Yeah, yeah. This guy, uh, Roth, he said, uh, Joel Roth, he says, it, it didn't reach a place where I was comfortable removing this content from Twitter, but it set off every single of my finely tuned hack and leak campaign alarm bells. Nonsense. You were contacted by the U.S. government and you're working with the government. That's what it was all about. And you've been uh, played. We've been played. We've all been played. We all thought that maybe, you know, oh, sure, you know, that Twitter and Facebook, they censor uh, conservatives and they took. But you didn't know they were working hand and foot with the federal government. They have been for years. They have been for years. Attorney General Eric Schmidt in Missouri, along with Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, have filed this lawsuit against the Biden administration, including Biden himself. Anthony Fauci, the Department of Homeland Security, and nearly a dozen federal agencies and secretaries. Uh, The suit alleges a massive coordinated effort by the deep state to work with big tech to censor and manipulate Americans. This is, guys, this is the former Soviet Union. I told you a couple years ago, disinformation comes from the phrase disinformatia, created by Stalin in 1923. And it's done exactly what he did, except for now we have big social media and the mainstream media. And oddly enough, unlike Russia, where people are compelled in the media to spout the government line, our government went voluntarily, or our private industry went voluntarily. Yeah, our, our mainstream media went voluntarily. They said, oh, yes, sir, thank you, sir, may I have another? And they did it. They censored uh, uh, and manipulated information, including the Hunter Biden laptop, the 2020 election integrity. Couldn't say anything about that, right? You couldn't question anything. You can't do it about Arizona either. You can't do it. Why? It's a free, you know, it's our, it's our First Amendment protected right to have an opinion, right? Nope. Not in 2022. Nonsense. The COVID-19 origin, uh, a, what, do we know that yet? No, 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 because they played along with the federal government to shut it down. COVID-19 vaccine skepticism, couldn't say a thing about it. Do you notice that? Couldn't say a thing about it. This is the country we live in, guys. Well, apparently, they've uh, a couple of people have been deposed, including Anthony uh, Fauci and Jim Saki. Haven't had some hot Saki in a while, have we? Yeah, apparently, uh, uh, Jim tried to uh, uh, hail Mary to uh, uh, attempt to stop deposing uh, before the uh, this committee that I'm talking about, and she appealed it to a Louisiana court. Louisiana court said that, uh, nah, now nah, you got to go ahead and be deposed. You're going to have to testify under oath about this. And she said, by the way, before she left, she said, oh, yeah, we uh, we actually actively uh, edit Twitter po- or Facebook posts. She said it. She said it. So... Josh Hawley is a major player in all of this. And also, before I set up the Hawley thing here, the FBI, listen to this. I want you to listen to this. Now, remember, 2,000 mules came out early this year. Dinesh D'Souza took the tracking data for cell phones around uh, ballot drop boxes and determined that there were 2,000 mules uh, and that's a, that's a uh, underestimate, most probably. He just found 2,000. Millions of pings, thousands of hours of video where these uh, people would, with their cell phones, go to Democrat headquarters and get ballots and then go to ballot boxes and drop them off. They showed video, and they would dispose a bunch of boxes with rubber gloves on, take the gloves off, and throw them in a trash can nearby. I know, I know. It's stupid that we couldn't question that, right? But it actually happened. And then, of course, the FBI said, well, that, that didn't, that doesn't make any, you know, there's, there's no cell phone data. That doesn't mean anything. Well, guess what? The FBI 
has testified that geo-tracking data is accurate and reliable. A bombshell report by the Electronic Freedom Foundation revealed that a vast secretive partnership between private companies and the federal government to surveil and track the movements of millions of Americans, including uh, ICE, the FBI, U.S. Secret Service, Department of Homeland Security, Department of Defense, as well as state and local law enforcement are being funneled, hordes of private cell phone location data by private brokers who harvest the information. The same tactic was used by Greg Phillips, Catherine Engelbrecht, and True the Vote. They used it for their investigation into the mail-in drallet box fraud during the 2020 election and featured in 2,000 Mules. The FBI was able to uh, allege to uh, have used this data to identify patriotic protesters who traveled to Washington, D.C. on January the 6th to support President Trump and the U.S. Constitution. Tens of thousands of nearly one million protesters later walked to the U.S. Capitol following the speech. That is where the FBI used geo-tracking to identify the movements of several targeted individuals. The FBI confirmed they were using geotracking methods in their garbage lawsuit against the Oath Keepers. This is according to uh, uh, Breitbart, by the way. True the Vote in Dinesh D'Souza's 2000s movie, 2000 Mules movie, showed widespread voter fraud in the uh, November 3rd, 2020 presidential election. More than that, the prosecution uh, relied on that technology in prosecuting the Oath Keepers. In other words, they just verified and validated what Dinesh D'Souza did and made it true. Yeah, yeah. The FBI used geo-tracking to identify 5,723 devices of Trump supporters on January the 6th. These people committed the crime of protesting the election. 95% of the people they tracked committed the crime of standing near the U.S. Capitol. There were no markers up that they were trespassing. There you go. Yeah. Google initially identified 5,723 devices being used in or near the U.S. Capitol during the riot. Only around 900 people so far have been charged with offenses relating to the siege. Meanwhile, the, U, the, uh, the FBI has done nothing with regard to the destruction that happened during Donald Trump's inauguration or the summer of 2020. Kind of funny, right? No, not really. And now we know, according to Josh Hawley, U.S. Senator, that uh, there is a massive disinformation effort, Soviet-style, going on right now in the U.S. government. They have treated the American people like fools. You know, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alexander Alejandro Mayorkas, rather, came before Congress and said, oh, the board never met. Don't worry, the board never met. Well, it turns out that's not true. They had a steering committee that was meeting for months that was giving direction to other agencies of the government. We know they tried to set up a meeting with Twitter. We know that they were meeting with Facebook. We know that they were coordinating with liberal dark money groups. We've got the emails now where dark money groups from the left, these advocacy groups, are sending emails and instructions, memos, to this disinformation board and saying basically, here's what we think you ought to do, trying to influence their policy. It is the most unbelievable collusion that you can imagine, Sean. And they lied about all of it. And now they've said, oh, we're not doing it anymore. That's not true. What they're doing now is they've got all of these different agencies all across DHS, all across the FBI, other agencies of the government involved in this so-called disinformation, which is really censorship. Sean, so let me, let me see if I got By the way, that, in case you didn't figure it out, that's from Hannity's show last night. We've been trying to get Josh Hawley on the show, and he's, uh, uh, for some odd reason, we've been unable to get him a hold, get a hold of him and get him in here. But we will eventually. i got more great audio on this. But there you go, guys. We have major... Departments of the U.S. government. I knew that there was a swamp. I had no idea that it would make fiction pale by comparison. Really, it is. Let's take a break. The number here is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. There you go. Vince Garaldi, 
Christmas. That's uh, it's funny. Uh, Vince Guaraldi, which is the Charlie Brown Christmas, one of the better, uh, one of the best Christmas albums ever done. Uh, just brilliant stuff. The Vince Guaraldi Trio, by the way. And uh, I remember back in the '90s, my wife and I discovered that it's they were selling it at Starbucks. The uh, the soundtrack and uh, oh man, so good. Uh, we're going to be featuring um, we're going to be featuring a lot of Christmas music in our bumper music as the holiday approaches because we know it's hard hard for a lot of you. And um, so we we just want you to know that the you know the blessings of the season be upon you. And uh, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through it. Yes, we are. I was I was talking to my my niece, and it's funny because when you uh, you don't realize the uh, impact of things. You know, and maybe you're used in your life to telling your mom, you know, you tell your mom, Mommy, when you did that when I was a kid, that meant the most. And your mom goes, really? Well, for me, it was my, my niece, Allison, and she's now 27 or 28 or whatever. And she said, oh, my God, I remember when I was a little kid. It was like 15 years ago. When I was a little kid, the thing we looked forward to the most was the Target gift card from Uncle Rob because Uncle Rob would drive us to the store and just let us go and buy whatever we wanted. It was pretty, and it was only fifteen bucks a card. <laughs> you know, ten bucks, fifteen bucks a card, and it, it just meant a lot. And I just texted her. I said, "I said it might be a time to return to the car, Target discard, uh, Target cards. I think I might have to go to Walmart this year. I don't know what the heck. Maybe Dollar General. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Josh Holly, they are going after uh, many departments of the uh, of the uh, government, including the FBI. We know the FBI is complicit. Uh, they covered up the Hunter Biden laptop story before twenty twenty. You know, and don't even, you know, honestly, I'm not going to argue this crap anymore. You know, we have been abused and we have been, uh, we have all sorts of abuses and usurpations happening in our federal government that are absolutely unacceptable. And the swamp still needs to be drained, paved over and started over again. And the fact that we had the FBI working hand in hand with the Democrat Party and Facebook and, and Twitter to shut down a story. YouTube was also in there, too, by the way. They, they, and, and you're wondering, where did all this come from? Is it just left, left-leading philosophy? Well, yeah, it is. But it's also the government involved in all of it. So I would venture to say we may discover that when four years ago when you got blocked from whatever, that may have happened because the government was involved in it. Maybe the IRS was involved in it. Maybe the DHS was involved in it. Who the heck knows? All I do know is that if we look at the events of the last, I don't know, year or so, we are slowly coming to the realization that not only is the FBI, the FBI originally founded during the Woodrow Wilson administration – has been a political institution since its inception and has abused its power since its inception, including we did the discoveries that, that you made, we may not remember, but in the 1970s, the Church Commission to reform the FBI, and they just kept doing the same stuff. And now we know the DHS, which came out, came around after 9-11, has taken it to a new level. Soviet-style surveillance and censorship. Here's a little bit more from Josh Hawley, who's going to demand that people start uh, answering questions. Yeah, what exactly. What happened was Secretary Mayorkas came and said in response to me, Sean, he said, oh, don't worry, don't worry, the board, it never met. Well, in fact, the emails that they turned over finally to me and Senator Grassley showed that they had a steering committee, which was the executive committee of the board, meeting in February. They met on a weekly basis, Sean. They were giving instructions to other members of the government. They were wow. communicating with liberal dark money groups. They were setting up meetings wow. with Facebook and Twitter. Wow. So it's simply not true that they weren't meeting or doing anything. Of course they were. This administration Saki said they were. just lied about it over and over again because, well, Sean, what do they don't think they have to tell the truth. They don't believe in the First Amendment. No, they don't. And here's a little bit more, because it's big and ugly. Well, what we know is, is that these groups, and one major group in particular, was actually sending memos to this disinformation board, apparently advocating for policy, sending it to them. Remember, this board supposedly doesn't even exist yet. And here you have the liberal dark money. They already had the infrastructure going. Not even beyond that, they were already performing censorship. We'll have more on this. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. 
It is Rob Carson Show. Special guest at the bottom of the hour. Are you ready? Antonio Sabato Jr. is going to join us. He is an actor. He is a model. He is a writer. He is a producer. And uh, and he's going to talk to us at the bottom of the hour about uh, why he's no longer a Republican. He's not a Republican. I don't know. And, you know, I don't know. We don't have a lot of choice, do we? Huh? Oh. So he's going to join us, like I said, at the bottom of the hour. I, I had mentioned earlier that uh, 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 Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry have filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration because uh, the Biden administration, the deep state, has been uh, censoring news outlets and big social media on everything from the Hunter Biden laptop to the election of 2020 to uh, COVID-19, the origin, skepticism, the whole deal. You, you know, and listen, has this ever happened to you that you've been told what you can and cannot say? Have you ever been told that? what you said is disinformation or misinformation have you ever heard the words disinformation or misinformation before the government decided to shut you up have you never 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 and you do a little research and i discovered oh yeah joseph stalin used the word disinformation disinformatia and now we know that the government is knee deep in it the government is knee deep in it and i'm going to say right now because there are uh, different government agencies that are working together. ICE, FBI, U.S. Secret Service, DHS, uh, Department of Defense, all of these funneling hordes of private cell phone information to data brokers and, uh, and then also uh, censoring what is on big social media. All right. So this is all government sanctioned. Here's a little bit more from uh, Josh Hawley. Many groups know all about it. They are emailing policy memos. Talking about dark money groups. To the group, to the disinformation board and saying, here's what you ought to do. So you have this collusion between the liberal big money interests, between big tech. We know that the disinformation board was setting up a special arrangement with the big tech companies so that they could meet and coordinate their censorship. It's unbelievable stuff, Sean. Wow. And this administration has lied about it at every turn. Here is Jen Psaki. This is uh, July 15th of 2021, admitting that the, uh, the government actually flags problematic posts for Facebook. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal She's government. so cute and she's a ginger. How could she possibly be so evil? Oh, they just manage. Government. Uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. Disinformation research. Uh, the only people who can say what disinformation is are the government. Our government officials, they're the only people who can make something officially disinformation. And when they do that, they can regulate it and they can shut it down. And this means your thoughts. Office, we're flagging problematic posts for Facebook. What? What? Wait, wait, hold on. I thought Facebook was an was a, a independent company here. You're not legally allowed to uh, propagandize in private media uh, in a country that has the First Amendment. Office, we're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content so we're helping get trusted content out there we also create no they're, they're just trying to get the government narrative out there and shut down any disagreement that's what it is that's what it's all about <laughs> left wing here's uh here's uh josh holly and by the way i'll just go ahead and say it uh, i think the fbi needs to be defunded um i think it needs to be broken up uh, I think that the good employees of the FBI, the field agents who, uh, you know, didn't raid Mar-a-Lago, uh, and uh, then that they should probably be retained in some way, shape, or form, uh, and the rest of the deep staters who used uh, politics in their duties to, uh, to make law enforcement an arm of uh, the Democrat Party, uh, they should be fired and uh, brought up on charges. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and I also think the DHS, no, no, no. Uh, uh, no uh, breakup of the DHS. It's gonna. It's got to go away completely, 100%. Erase, erase, erase. Get rid of it. You know, like uh, a, a Stalin acolyte in his old photos. He used to do. Just airbrush him right out of there. That the Department of Homeland Security sits at the nerve center of federally directed censorship. That is a quote. At the nerve center of federally directed censorship. They have a whole operation, according to this judge, according to the facts presented in this case, and it involves DHS. It involves 
involves the FBI, it involves multiple other agencies that are using their power to track Americans, to conduct domestic censorship. Sean, I think it's illegal, I think it's unconstitutional, and we've got to get to the bottom of it and stop it. Remember when we found out about the DHS board and, and you saw that goofball Nina Jankowitz, who's a you know, millennial uh, academic who uh, has studied disinformation right and honestly the, the concept of disinformation cannot exist in a country that has the first amendment because somebody is going to decide what disinformation is and when the government is allowed to say what disinformation is their go-to is not about truth it's not about truth at all no 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 it's about their truth it's about what they want you to believe is true it's not about the truth. A little bit more from Josh Hawley, because they, by the way, after they supposedly broke up the disinformation board, they were still working and they still are. Well, what we know is, is that these groups and one major group in particular was actually sending memos to this disinformation board, apparently advocating. Okay, I already played that. But you get the picture. You get the picture. That's what's going on. And that's why people are freaking out. That's why people are very concerned about, uh, well, Democrats are very concerned about uh, about Twitter and the acquisition of Twitter. You know why? Because uh, Elon Musk is going to blow it up. Not blow up Twitter, but he's going to blow up this cabal, and we're all going to know about it. We're all going to know about it. Elon Musk said that Twitter has failed to uh, trust uh, in trust and safety for a long time and has interfered in elections. What? Yeah. He's promised to release internal documents to uh, restore public trust in the company. I hope he doesn't get killed like all those, uh, all those cryptocurrency billionaires around the world are dying. Yeah, kind of weird. Dying in your sleep, dying in a helicopter crash, the whole day. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I just saw it. In the, I'm just throwing it out there. Musk further promised that uh, Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transport and, transparent, and even-handed. Yeah, and, and even uh, Twitter, former uh, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey said that uh, they made a mistake shutting down the Hunter Biden laptop uh, store. He said they went too far. You know what? It's a little bit too late, though, because uh, they went on and they, they uh, of course, banned a lot of uh, celebrities. Uh, and they said that, you know, these opinions, like, for instance, James Woods, they said that his uh, tweets around the elections could uh, interfere with the uh, James Woods is going to interfere with the election. Sure, whatever. During the 2020 election, Twitter also censored tweets from former President Donald Trump before eventually blacklisting him. Uh, Twitter censored another post from Donald Trump while uh, votes were still coming in from multiple states on election night. He tweeted, we are up big, but they're trying to steal the election. We never we will never let them do it. Votes cannot be cast after the polls are closed. The next day he was gone. Just a little while later. The polls, the voting, the vote counting stopped in five battleground states exactly the same time. And in Atlanta, they said it was a water main break. There was never no water main break. There you go. Here is uh, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, who's a very cute, you know, kind of cute like a ginsake, but still tools of the uh, communist, uh, socialist, communist state. Here she is being asked about, would Twitter, uh, would the government try to shut Twitter down for posts it doesn't like? which is absurd on the face of it, but uh, don't put it past them. When you say that you're going to be monitoring some of the speech on there, if you see something that you don't like, would you try to shut Twitter down? So look, you know... Now this is where you would normally say, no, of course not. We have a First Amendment, and they can say what they say. We will uh, respond to it in the, in the media if we see something that we disagree with, but we certainly would never attempt to shut down freedom of speech. That would be the right answer. When you when you talk about monitoring, you know, it is, uh, I, I hate to break it to you, Peter, just like everybody else, we very much monitor the news. We pay close attention to everything that you all are. Then we contact the DOJ and we go, hey, did you see that, uh, that uh, school board meeting in uh, Fairfax, Virginia, where those parents were saying they don't like CRT? Yeah, those are domestic terrorists. Go after them. And, and Twitter's in the news a lot. And so that's what we're paying attention to. We're paying attention to what is in the news and what is being reported on uh, on the misinformation. Yeah, so there you go. There's no uh, response to it, actually. No response to it at all. Just kind of a, an avoidant. No, we would never do that, even though they have been doing that. This is, uh, uh, well, actually, let's go to Sean in Live Oak, California. He's been holding. I apologize for that. Sean, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Uh, Merry Christmas. What's on your mind today? Uh, greetings from Libertardio. <laughs> 
Oh, I was just wondering. Uh, you know what? We should do our, our version of like Wakanda forever. You should do like Libtardia forever and cross your arms in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. And um, I was just wondering, have you received the FJB badge for your I did. I did. I did. I put the uh, FJB badge on my truck, and I got two of them. And I'm going to send one of them to uh, someone who uh, ran for governor in this country who I got to know as a friend. And I'm going to send it to him for his truck as well. But I won't say who it is. Okay. <laughs> yes. But uh, one thing that I uh, observed uh, in this election is, it is uh, back in the 2020 election, I had certain rhinos around here saying that we can't look back at this election. We have to look forward to the next election. Sure. And we have to ignore all this uh, election malfeasance. Sure. And look forward to the next election. Now we've had the next election, and we have election malfeasance again. And mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of it's because we didn't, we didn't pay attention or take the lessons that we learned in 2020 and apply them. You know, um, Sean, I don't know where the pressure is coming for people to shut down discussion when elections are filled with uh, questionable uh, uh, practices like in Arizona, dear God. I mean, there could be no more clear uh, version of that. I mean, you've got the Secretary of State running against a conservative. Uh, She never debates. She never does appearances. She's in charge of the elections. The elections have been screwed in Arizona since 2012. She was put in charge of the elections. She didn't fix anything. Things were worse than ever in Maricopa County, knowing that 70% of the voters on Election Day would be Republicans. Uh, So, you know, if we can't ask those questions, if we have to move on, it'd be like, you know, going into New York, uh, being uh, robbed and and beaten nearly to death, getting up and going, let's leave that behind us, go back to New York, and uh, and then get beaten again. You know, it really, really, how about we figure out who beat the hell out of us last time, and we kind of fix it. You know what I mean, Sean? Yeah, the, the, the other thing that bothers me about Maricopa County yes. and, and the fact that uh, Republicans mostly vote on the same day yeah. is they created a election trap by mm-hmm. breaking all the uh, tabulators and uh, not having enough ballots. And Well, Sean, Sean I just, just, I mean, just step back. I want you to just look. Yeah. The, the only county in America where these issues were predominant election day. No other counties in Arizona. Maricopa County. There you go. That should be enough to say, you know, we really need to look at this and maybe even consider uh, doing an audit or having another election. i got to take a break, Sean. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Got a little audio from Carrie Lake on the other side. And then, uh, oh, all sorts of, oh, all sorts of craziness. And Antonio Sabato Jr. joining us at the bottom of the hour. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson and I have a Christmas gift idea I'll bet your friends and family don't already have. As many of you may know, I have a passion for cooking. I've got about 100 cooking videos on the web. And one of the things that I like to cook this time of year are heirloom soup beans. Now, I made uh, ham hocks and beans the other day. My wife gave me the thumbs up. Not quite as good as her mom's, but pretty darn good. And I used heirloom soup beans. Now, here's the good news. My friends at Powerful Living have just received a fresh batch of premium heirloom soup beans. The ones I cook with. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, some of the best tasting heirloom beans in the world best part i have them for a hefty discount for my listeners so if you go to heirloomsoupbeans.com that's heirloomsoupbeans.com give a beautifully packaged collection of premium heirloom beans on sale right now at heirloomsoupbeans.com it's chili season baby that's heirloomsoupbeans.com